0: Can God change your life in the next 30 minutes? I believe you're watching right now because God has something special for you. I'm Jonathan and I'm a Jewish rabbi who follows Jesus. For the next half hour, you're gonna learn how the Jewish roots of your Christian faith can bless you today. When you begin to understand how Jewish Jesus and the New Testament really are, your Bible's gonna come alive in a whole new way. With insightful teachings and anointed guests, you'll discover how the Old and the New Testaments are woven together, how Bible prophecy is coming to pass before our very eyes, and why you need to stand with Israel. It's all just ahead here on Jewish Voice. Well, this month we're celebrating a milestone event in biblical history, the 70th anniversary of the restoration of Israel. What an event! And I am so excited to have my good friend, Ambassador Danny alone with me. I can't think of a better guest to talk with about this important event. Ambassador, yes, Ambassador alone. Has served as deputy foreign minister for the state of Israel as well as the Israeli ambassador to the United States, Ambassador Eilon. Welcome back to Jewish Voice.
1: Thank you so much. It's so great My to honor. have you here. Always good to be here. First
0: of all, huh? Mazel Tov! Congratulations. Thank you very much. What an much. event!
1: It is. It is. What an event, right?
0: I... <laughs> so the Islamic world said they would. This day would never happen in 1948, yes. Israel would be pushed into the sea in a matter of days, and you'd come back to your homes. Right, And uh, that's been the agenda ever since.
1: But they failed, we won. Yes, well, they still, <laughs> 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 right. Unfortunately, they have made it a zero-sum game. That means that no coexistence, no reconciliations. And for them, there is only one solution, unfortunately. And uh, when we were pushed into the, into the sea, with our back into the wall and the waters of the Mediterranean, we had to do what we had to do, and that is defend ourselves. And I think we also felt the uh, importance of uh, the history uh, with the restoration uh, of the land. And we were really uh, God's uh, emissaries. And I believe that this is what kept us as 600,000 and Jonathan, you know, in 1948, we were only 600,000 Jews, surrounded by 100 million hostile Arabs, and not only it's pretty bad odds. Yes, yes. And not only we survived, we thrived. And actually, the gap between us and any enemy or combination of enemies is growing. And you're right. After 48, they said, "Oh, it's short-lived. A few years, and we will push them to the sea." Then came 56. Oh. Not worry, a few more years, 67, 73, 82, and until we are here, and I believe we are going to go from strength to strength, and uh, with another fact which is very important, why we are winning. We don't have anywhere else to go. So this is our home, the only home we have ever had, and we take care of it like our home. And, uh, you know, for 2,000 years, until the Jews returned, the, the earth there, the, the land was derelict, why? Because all of these inhabitants, or the rulers of the land, were occupiers. So they didn't care too much about the land, not the Romans, not the Seljuks, the Ottomans, you name it. When the Jewish people came back, we treated it like home, because it is our home, and this is why the transformation began. Well, 70 years and counting, it's wonderful. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. I was talking with another guest about this idea of the connection of the Jewish people to the land. This was a land that was promised to them as an inheritance A people that, that were promised that although I'll scatter you for your disobedience, I will bring you back. Mm-hmm. Even specifically mentioning where they would be brought back from the North Country, Ethiopia, the land that is to, today Ethiopia, Cush. Mm-hmm. That's all been being... That's all been happening before our very eyes. This is Bible prophecy, I believe, being fulfilled. And when the people of Israel came back to the the land promised to them, it's like the land opened up and blossomed. Let's jump into some really good news. As this airs, I'm hopeful that the embassy is actually physically being opened Mm -hmm. in Jerusalem. This was a really bold move. It was a 25-year-old decision back in 1995, when the Congress voted to move the embassy, but it's been delayed for uh, security concerns for
1: 25 years. What does this mean for Israel? I think it's miraculous. First of all, I think it was the right thing to do. And when people ask me why did uh, President Trump decide to move it now, My only question is, it's not a question why did he decide to move it now? The question is why did it take so long? And uh, 25 years long, or uh, you may say 70 years long, I think that it would have been the right thing for the nations of the world back in 1948 when Israel was reestablished. As you said, when we were restored back in our homeland, it was the right thing to do. Unfortunately, they didn't because of the Arab pressure But with the United States moving, this is a a move which is historic. And we know of other countries that will follow suit. I met uh, uh, two weeks ago in uh, New York the President Morales from Guatemala. He said he will move the embassy also on the same day. Yes, yes. (laughs) It's happening. Kudos for Guatemala. And there are some others who are already looking into
0: it. Uh, That's fantastic. Vice President Pence said something when he was in Jerusalem recently that I want you to comment on. He said this lays the groundwork for peace because of the criticism from the left is this will dismantle the peace process, which is Mm -hmm. there's nothing being dismantled in reality. But he said this will lay the foundation because the foundation for peace has to be built on truth. Exactly. Can you comment? I just thought that was a fantastic statement. Absolutely.
1: Well, you see, I think, first of all, we see really a uh, breath of fresh air coming out of Washington when it comes to the Middle East at large, and specifically to the conflict with the Palestinians. And what I think Pence was referring to was that for the last eight presidents, we're talking about eight presidents who have tried the same and more of the same, only to hit a brick wall. And why was it? Because everybody was catering to the, uh, to the Palestinians. The Palestinians were treated as the, uh, as the spoiled kid. They were not asked to make any compromises. And what did that do? It toughened their position, thinking that they don't have to do anything, that Israel will be delivered to them by the international community. Well, it didn't work. So now I think they have to face reality and it is only up to the United States to start bringing the reality back home to them. It uh, will take some time, but this will be recognized. And once we put or take Jerusalem out of the, out of the table, once they understand that they will have to really do some soul searching themselves about the future of their own people, you see, uh, until now they have, have had so many opportunities, so many opportunities which were lost. I think this is another opportunity, and if they're really serious, peace will come.
0: So, amen to that, I, I, it's based on truth. I want to talk about more about the UN, I want to talk about misinformation. We'll call it fake news, we'll, how, how's that, fake news, the propaganda that, right. is that right. people are seeing about Israel and believing. We need to set the record straight. We'll be right back, don't go away.
2: Do you need encouragement that God can transform you? Israel Rising by Doug Hershey will show you how God is fulfilling his promises to Israel and how he will fulfill them for you. This stunning photo book shows God's blessing on Israel that changed it from a desert wasteland to a rich, abundant oasis in the Middle East. Order Israel Rising by Doug Hershey now, and we'll sow a special gift into your life, The Miracle of Israel DVD. This award-winning documentary film shows how God is fulfilling Old Testament prophecies one by one before our very eyes. Both are yours for a one-time gift of $40 or more. Or you can become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more. And we'll add a Rabbi Looks at Israel, a DVD that follows Rabbi Jonathan Bernis to locations in Israel that will ultimately be the sites where biblical prophecy is fulfilled. We'll also add this stunning Names of God plot meditate on 23 different biblical references for God. This plaque comes ready to hang up and looks great in your home or office. When you become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more, you bring the gospel and vital medical care to one person each month. That's 12 people each year. Specify offer 4154 to receive all of these gifts with your new monthly partnership of $30 or more. Specify offer 2026 when giving a one-time gift of $40 or more. You can also go to our website, jewishvoice.tv, with your gift of support, or send it to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001.
0: Well, welcome back, former Israeli Ambassador Danny Ayalon, who joins me all the way from Israel with current events, is with me. All eyes are on Jerusalem as we move the capital I want to shift into fake news, Danny, and the propaganda. Most of the world media portrays Israel as the aggressor, uh, gives the impression that this is a battle zone. Every tour, we have to deal with people that see something on television or read something, and they want to cancel the tour because they think it's unsafe. All of these things are, are, false, are fake news, right?
1: Absolutely. I feel safest, basically, in, in Israel. And it's not because we have uh, less threats than we would have anywhere else in the world, but we are better prepared. Uh, we have this uh, great experience. I mean, it's unfortunate that we had to, uh, to uh, accrue or to, to build uh, this experience, but uh, we are being attacked. The first thing is, of course, to rely on intelligence, preemption, and this is the only way to not just to win a war, but to really survive to paint Israel the aggressor, again, it's fake news. Because they do not report the uh, the squads, the terror squads that are coming under tunnels from Gaza. They do not report all the, um, the rockets, you know, with huge explosive uh, uh, warheads coming out of uh, Israeli kindergartens and malls and uh, shopping centers. Uh, they just show Israel's self-defensive acts. And, and this is not only fake news, I believe this is just propaganda, and it is very, very unfortunate, and especially when we see that the entire world today is under attack of radical Islam, whether it's in Europe, or here, or in Moscow, anywhere else. And what we have told them from a long time ago, if you don't come together, They will attack us first, but they will not finish with us. They will come over to you. Israel is just the closest.
0: Let's let's make something very clear in this program, okay? Moral equivalency. There is no moral equivalency between a calculated attack against a missile silo and bombing the civilian population. Let's be clear about that. Okay. absolutely let's let's
1: set the record straight absolutely. there is no moral equivalence no moral there. equivalence whatsoever and we see that the palestinian terror is targeting mainly civilians uh, their idea is to terrorize the entire population uh, to to create a wedge between the population and the government so the uh, the country will be under chaos uh, like uh, in syria or in yemen or in lebanon or in libya we see that they do it everywhere. Thank God we are able to defend ourselves and this is why the country is thriving and this is why